This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, June the 8th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop for everything in the world of professional wrestling. We scour all the social media sites and wrestling websites to give you a comprehensive detail about everything that's happening in the world of wrestling so you don't go have to search for it. Headlines is something that allows you to go ahead and get back to your day as soon as possible. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the headlines. Former WWE podcast producer scrapped plans for an Attitude Era podcast. E-Wrestling News is writing in today, Joshua Jones, former WWE podcast producer Dan Rickert, recently spoke about coming up with an Attitude Era podcast with Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and more. While the idea was shot down, he explained that he holds no ill will towards the company and still keeps in touch with those he wanted to work with. He said, and I quote, I piloted the Attitude Era podcast with Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Dakota Kai, and Stokely Hathaway, formerly known as Malcolm Bevins, and it was great. It was really really, really good. We did a super fun episode on the Attitude Era. We did a rewatch podcast with those four incredibly talented individuals, and it couldn't have been better. It was just incredible to see just a little taste of what things were like when I was piloting one of the greatest projects I work on. It's no surprise to hear that the idea was shot down by higher-ups in WWE. Many talents have discussed how they've pitched ideas to Vince McMahon and the company, but none of their ideas ever saw the light of day. Rickert seems to understand how the corporate process works in WWE, and he says he's just finally come to peace 
peace with it. He would say in a quote, trust me, it was a revolving door at that place, Rickard said. I survived a lot of mass layoffs there. My bosses were great. My producers and audio editors and video guys and everything. Everyone was awesome to work with. Problems were just way up there. I'm not going to have any sour grapes about anything that happened, Rickard would go on to say, but I didn't really get to do anything there except for working with New Day. The New Day were excellent. I love working with those guys. They're incredible. All of them. They were an absolute blast. I keep up with them and keep in touch. Love those dudes. Now, after leaving the company, Rickard started live streaming on Twitch. And at least as of right now, Rickard can play Nintendo 64 without having anyone to tell him that ideas aren't worth it. You can find out more about this article trending over on eWrestling News if you follow eWrestling News and Joshua Jones. Continuing on, Andrew Ravens is writing into this hour from eWrestling News that WWE announces the storyline injury to Edge. Edge was attacked by Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Finn Balor on Monday Night's Raw this week. The attack came after Balor was introduced as the newest member of Judgment Day. This was done to write him off of television. WWE announced today that Edge suffered a non-displaced orbital floor fracture. It was unknown whether Edge will be returning to the ring. If you'd like to find out more about this, you can follow at WWE, and they have all the information trending right now on the status of Edge and his future within the company. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour from E-Wrestling News, the bruise on Cody Rhodes' torn pec, well, it seems to be getting worse. It's spreading across his arm. At Hell in a Cell 2022, Rhodes fought through an injury to defeat Seth Rollins in the show's main event with a bruised pec muscle, which had been ripped off of the bone. On an Instagram post, Rhodes shared a new image of his injury, which shows the bruise has continued to spread. Now, Rhodes said on Raw that he plans on competing at Money in the Bank 2022. That seems highly unlikely at this point. When you look at the image of Cody Rhodes, you can see how much pain he is in. Now, whether Cody will or will not be able to compete at Money in the Bank is still up in the air. It's determined on when surgery is going to happen and whether WWE will allow him to compete or not. For more information on this, continue to follow Thomas Lawson and E-Wrestling News. Joshua Jones is also writing about Rush's update and his AEW status. Rush made his AEW debut at Double or Nothing a few weeks ago. The former CMLL and Ring of Honor star reunited with a longtime friend Andrade Illo ever since. They've been working together. We've been working together and it's good to see Rush back on television. However, we may finally know where things stand at the moment. During an interview with Lucha Libre Online, Rush spoke about being grateful to be allowed to compete against top names in AEW and still being in negotiations with Tony Khan for a full-time contract within the company. He would go on to say, I'm grateful to Tony Khan for giving me this opportunity. We are still under talk and negotiations for now. Just a few dates right now, not a full-time contracted employee. I always did the first step, which was jumping in here, which allowed me to get involved in the pay-per-view, not just a segment. And they gave me the value that I believe and Andre wanted. Now, that was a promo that ended it all. Now, what is going to be next for him? We will just have to wait and find out. Andrade has also been on his honeymoon right now, away from AEW after marrying his fiancée, Charlotte Flair. Now, Rush doesn't quite yet have a full-time contract, but he's still calling the shots right now steadily in Mexico for the time as he awaits to find out what's going to be happening with his status in AEW. If you'd like to find out more about this, go ahead and follow Joshua Jones as he has all the information trending in e-wrestling news. Andrew Ravens is writing in this hour that two WWE stars have been moved to the NXT roster. PW Insider reports that Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz will be part of the NXT roster moving forward. Crews made his return to NXT on Tuesday's show where he confronted NXT champion Braun Breaker and said he will be seeing Breaker very soon for that title. Aziz wasn't with Crews and there's no word on if the two will continue to be aligned on the show or not. Crews was originally with NXT in October of 2014 through 2016. At WrestleMania 36 Seven Aziz helped Cruz win the Intercontinental Championship, and the two of them have been aligned with one another 
ever since. For more information on this trending news story, please continue to follow Andrew Ravens and E Wrestling News. Some new news on Big E. He's been spotted with a neck brace again as he's been hanging out with some friends. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, former WWE champion Big E has his neck brace on back again while he's meeting with friends, spe specifically Titus O'Neil. Big E was out of action since he broke his neck in March of 2022 in SmackDown. Now, recently, Big E was spotted with his neck brace again, a sign that his body has been healing nice. However, in a tweet from O'Neill, the New Day star is back in his brace, and the tweet that you can see below on social media. Now, Big E has been able to avoid surgery right now, but there's still no timetable when he will be back in the ring. Once again, we send all of our well wishes to Big E, and hopefully he has a speedy recovery. Andrew Ravens is also writing in this hour, Sean Waltman reacts to Kane's take on gun violence in America. Andrew Ravens is reporting, Knox County of Tennessee Mayor Glenn Jacobs, also known as Kane in the wrestling world, commented on a video uploaded by political commentator Hannah Cox about gun violence in the United States. He would go on to write, Every violent death is a tragedy. That said, the mainstream media would have you believe that America is the land of gun violence and mass shootings, when in fact, out there, as Hannah Cox points out, our per capita rates of gun deaths are actually much lower than many other countries. Sean X. Pock Waltman teamed up with Kane, and he wrote this in response. Breaks my heart reading this from you. What the F. Now, with that being said, this is definitely a big story that's happening right now in the United States, and many with the Hollywood scene have been chiming in on this. Most recently, Matthew McConaughey also spoke at a press conference at the White House to share his feelings on gun control. If you'd like to read more about this, Andrew Ravens has more of this trending right now over at E-Wrestling News. Tony Khan is making news today. Thomas Lawson's writing in that Tony Khan doubles down on staying silent about the MJF controversy. AEW President Tony Khan is continuing his radio silence about MJF following the wrestler's promo last week. Now on Dynamite, MJF laid into Khan, claiming that AEW president would treat him better if he was a former WWE star. Now the promo came after MJF no-showed a meet-and-greet prior to the Double or Nothing pay-per-view in Las Vegas, and Khan refused to speak about the situation in the post-show media scrum. However, while speaking with Bustin Open Radio, Khan was asked about MJF once again, and he refused to make any comments. He would go on to say, I cannot comment on that part. I would say that it was a great night overall at the forum. MJF contract with AEW will expire January 1st of 2024, and the salt of the earth has teased leaving AEW to go to WWE. For more information on this situation, please continue to follow E-Wrestling News, and Thomas Lawson has this article trending now. Ric Flair's also making news. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour. Ric Flair gives his pick for the WWE 2023 Royal Rumble winner. Two-time WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair has predicted that Cody Rhodes will win next year's Men's Royal Rumble. On this week's Raw, Rhodes was written off TV to recover from a torn pectoral muscle that he suffered just hours earlier at Hell in a Cell event. Flair had gone on to win the 1992 Rumble. He told listeners in his To Be The Man podcast that he thinks Rhodes will confront the undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns next year. Flair would also go on to say, and I quote, Cody's going to be the champion sooner or later, Flair said. I'm sure they're going to figure out a way to get that championship off of Roman as he has both of them. And I think the company's functions better with two champions anyway. When asked about Cody winning the men's Royal Rumble match, Flair said he's confident in the American Nightmare if he's healed in time. Flair would go on to say in a quote, absolutely he'll win the Royal Rumble match if the time frame works out. Those things are very delicate. The tissue in there takes a long time to heal and you just can't rush it. Now Flair is scheduled to wrestle his final match in the world of pro wrestling at StarCast 5 next month. Last month, Select report that 
San Antonio's Alamodome is likely the place for the 2023 Royal Rumble. To find out more about what's going on, definitely go ahead and follow E-Wrestling News and Thomas Lawson, who has all of the news trending right now. Andrew Ravens is also writing at this hour, there's been a new match that's been added to AEW's Dynamite tonight. Now, during his appearance on today's Busted Open Radio, AEW President Tony Khan announced a few things that are going to be happening this evening. The interim world title Eliminator Series Battle Royal is now a casino battle royal, meaning that everyone will start in the ring at one time instead of a group of five wrestlers. We'll start in every three minutes, another group would join the bout. Also, Pac is going to be taking on Buddy Matthews as well. Adam Page is going to be taking on David Finley. Interim World Title Elimination Series will be taking the winner of that will be taking on John Moxley at the end of the night to find out who will become the number one contender. For more information on everything that's AEW and Dynamite, continue to follow Andrew Ravens, who has this article trending right now. Andrew Ravens is also talking about Taya Valkyrie. Taya Valkyrie's bout added to MLW Battle Riot. A woman's bout has been added to MLW's Battle Riot featuring Taya Valkyrie. MLW issued the following statement. Major League Wrestling today announced that Taya Valkyrie versus Brittany Blake as MLW presents Battle Riot at New York City's Melrose Ballroom on June the 23rd. That will also include an MLW Fusion TV taping. Limited tickets are still available if you cruise on over to MLWNYC.com or you can head on over to Eventbrite. Once again, the big event's going to be happening. It's Battle Riot in New York City's Melrose Ballroom on June the 23rd and you can catch that all of it and you get tickets at Eventbrite. Brandon Ewing's writing in at this hour about Shawn Michaels. Now the heartbreak kid has been making legendary moments in the ring but now it's what he does behind the scenes that is getting so much critical acclaim. On Tuesday's edition of NXT 2.0 we saw the finals of the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament where Roxanne Perez, formerly known as Roxy in ROH, defeated Tiffany Stratton. WWE Hall of Famer The Heartbreak Kid along with WWE Superstar Bailey and others took to Twitter to congratulate Roxanne on her victory. If you cruise on over to Twitter you can see what Shawn Michaels and what Paige and Bailey and many others had to say. For more information about NXT and everything that's happening in that, continue to go ahead and follow Brandon Ewing over on E-Wrestling News. Brandon Ewing's also writing about CM Punk and a conversation he had with Tony Khan. AEW World Champion CM Punk was the latest on AEW Road 2, which is a video YouTube page, and he spoke about AEW CEO Tony Khan not letting Punk vacate the world title despite suffering a major injury. Now, Punk announced on AEW Rampage this past Friday that he'll be out of action for an undisclosed amount of time because of a foot injury he sustained during his match with Hangman Adam Page at Double or Nothing. Now, Punk will require surgery on that foot. Punk went ahead and said, I wasn't as clear as I should have been. I offered to relinquish the title and I told Tony that I wanted to do that. Tony then turned to me and said, under no circumstances will I allow you to do that. It means a lot to me that this place who believes in me, even though I've got to go get fixed. If you'd like to find out more about what's happening with AEW and Tony Khan, please, by all means, continue to follow Brandon Ewing, follow him on social media. Andrew Ravens is also writing in at this hour. The official trailer for The Rock's new movie, Black Adam, has come out. The first trailer for Black Adam movie was released today. It will actually hit theaters on October the 21st. Here's the promotional material. From New Line Cinema, Dwayne The Rock Johnson starts in a new action movie, Black Adam. First ever feature will explore the history of the DC superhero coming to the big screen under the direction of Jungle Cruise director Juan Bolet Sierra. Now, nearly 5,000 years that he has been bestowed as the almighty power of the ancient gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. If you'd like to find out more about everything that's going to be happening with Black Adam, definitely
definitely cruise on over to eWrestling News. You can find all the information that is happening. Tony Khan is also talking about the success of AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view in Las Vegas. AE President Tony Khan recently was interviewed by News 4 in Jacksonville, Florida, and he spoke about how the pay-per-view buys for Double or Nothing that took place in May. Khan confirmed that the show bought 155,000 buys, which is higher than Double or Nothing 2021, which brought in around 140,000, but it didn't quite match the Revolution 22 pay-per-view, which had 170,000 buys. Khan would go on to say, it was great to go back to the city where it all began. Three years later, we came back and we've kept growing our audience. Every event has been bigger over the years. We have a great group of wrestlers and we have such amazing matches. There's so much more to come. If you'd like to read more about the pay-per-view buys and all the analytics and statistics that were surrounding Double or Nothing, go over and follow Brandon Ewing as he has all the news right now over on E wrestling news. Jeff Hardy's also making news right now. Brandon Ewing is writing about how Jeff Hardy really wants to bring the Willow persona to AEW. Brandon Ewing's writing in at this hour during a recent appearance on Talk is Jericho podcast. AEW star Jeff Hardy spoke about the idea of bringing his alter ego Willow the Wisp to AEW someday. Now, as many people know, he had the character in TNA slash Impact Wrestling, but he never got a chance to bring it out in WWE. Now, Jeff on the possibility of bringing it to AEW. He's the first character I pretty much ever came up with when I was a kid. It was outside of being myself, but yeah, I think it was done really well. I think I could do a lot more with the image and the apparel, and this might be the last time. I've had the idea of me and Darby last week. What if Willow popped up towards the end, and after I take a few bumps off the stairs, and he's like, he's the shell of the man he used to be. He needs to be put down. Then the demon inside me comes out. What could be? But I didn't pitch that naturally because my ideas are flowing like crazy right now. But will Willow ever show up in AE? Well, that's to be determined. He also thinks that Willow is a different version or a different take on the fiend that Bray Wyatt had, but he is super excited about the possibilities. Now, he also talks about some of the pitches he's made in AEW since he returned. Not going to spoil it for you. It is a great article. Cruise on over to eWrestling News right now and follow the article with Brandon Ewing. Let's take a look at the lineup once again for AEW tonight on TBS. All Wrestling has announced a lineup for tonight's new episode of Dynamite, which will be Adam Hangman Page taking on David Finley, son of legendary wrestler Fit Finley. Interim World Title Elimination Series Battle Royal will take place. Interim World Title Elimination Series Battle Winner will take on John Moxley in the main event, and the winner advances to the tournament finals. So many things are happening right now in AEW. Definitely check them out. It's going to be live tonight on TBS at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check your local listings for time and availability in your area. Once again, if you're enjoying headlines, tell some friends. We're the one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the daily news, everything that's trending in the world of professional wrestling. Once again, we are available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. Thomas Lawson's also writing here about Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette says a raw superstar is too girly to be a wrestler. Former WWF personality Jim Cornette has hit again at Raw's Liv Morgan saying she's too girly to actually be a pro wrestler. Now Morgan signed with WWE in 2014 and has worked both in tag team and singles competition in her years with the company. Speaking on the Jim Cornette experience, the wrestling veteran discussed Morgan's recent matches with former tag team partner Rhea Ripley. He had the following to say, They've been fighting every week. Liv Morgan does not grow on me. She is too girly to be a wrestler. Rhea Ripley has not yet done a whole lot, but she has bent over backwards to make this thing look good. To make it look believable, Liv Morgan is hanging in there with her. Now, on this week's WWE Monday Night Raw, Ripley defeated Morgan, Dewdrop, Alexa Bliss to become the number one contender for the Raw Women 
Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley will face Bianca Belair at Money in the Bank 2022. If you want to follow more of this and find out what more of what Jim Cornette had to say, follow eWrestling News and Thomas Lawson has the article trending right now. Moving on, Keith Lee reacts to his frustrated WWE superstars and he was just asking for an opportunity. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. AEW star Keith Lee is in full agreement that T-Bar should have more possibilities in it in WWE. Now T-Bar hasn't worked or wrestled on Raw since February 28th where he was squashed by almost. On Twitter the 35 year old wrestler says he needs an opportunity and Lee agreed in the form of a gif on Twitter. If you'd like to follow this story definitely continue to follow it on eWrestling News where they will have all the latest information about this story. That is going to be all the headlines for today June the 8th 2022. If you're enjoying headlines as we said before it's your one stop shop for everything news in the world of pro wrestling. We come out to you each and every day to make sure that you are kept abreast of all the news. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and we will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of NLW Radio never stops.